Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Val Cisco, dropping some knowledge about Anchor. Guys, have you ever wanted to record your own podcast? Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say, whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world of quarantine? Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast too with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like, listen, this is a no-brainer. Download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh whatever is out there download it it's freaking phenomenal you guys won't regret it take care ciao summer slam has finished but we're just getting started over here what's up y'all it's your boy val again from the side room podcast with another sidecast for y'all over here we just finished watching the summer slam event for wwe over there in brooklyn new york my home state not my home city i'm just a little borough right next to it from the bronx new york but still uh, just want to give you my thoughts what's going to happen over here. It's just another little side cast I usually do from time to time. Just promote our page, our, our brand, the Side Room Podcast. Um, if you haven't heard, heard it, try to go on Facebook.com. You go to the Side Room Podcast page. We're on Twitter at the Side Room Podcast. Um, you can email us as well, too, at the Side Room Podcast at gmail.com. But let's get started. SummerSlam came and gone and like i was saying before on my other side cast nxt wiped the floor with it and SummerSlam was a drag i mean at the end of the day maybe three matches were kind of noteworthy i won't really go too far into it because i'm trying to make this quick and short but man i'll start from the top how about this let's let's start from the good and work our way back down fatal four-way match for the universal title we had braun Strowman. Taking on Samoa Joe, taking on Roman Reigns, taking on the champion Brock Lesnar in a match where I knew it was going to deliver. I knew it all, all aspects of this match, whether it be the time, whether it be the clash, whether it be the 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 strong style of it. It was great. Um, you had just a, a brawl. That's all it was. It's a brawl. You know, started off with just uh, the rivalries with um, Roman and Strowman taking on each other and Joe and Lesnar taking on each other and then just went haywire. Just uh, uh, Braun Strowman freaking power slamming Brock Lesnar through two announce tables and throwing one of the other announce tables on top of Brock, which called for a stretcher, taking him out half the match. You had... Uh, Roman delivering Superman punch galore in this whole entire match with the crowd booing him. Uh, Joe and Strowman were the most over people in this whole audience. I mean, um, the fact that the ROH crowd loves Joe so much and that Strowman's just gotten over as that big powerhouse 
Uh, it was just a crazy match. Um, that part where Strowman himself got a couple of staircases and just nailed everybody with it. But at the same time, Roman picked it up, nailed Strowman with the sharp end, which was hilarious. I know my boy International Lou was not with me right now. Me and him were watching it, and we were just cracking the hell up, just looking at people fly, getting busted open, and just going all rails. Uh, top it all off, Brock came back. Um... Made everybody kind of his bitch at the end of the day, German suplexing everybody. Kept Strowman strong by not being able to German him, had him exit the match, and having Roman Reigns get the F5 and get the pinfall right there. So Brock leaves Universal Champion. Um, I knew that was going to happen. I knew that he has at least up to WrestleMania for his contract to finish. I didn't think he was actually going to really leave just yet. Um, especially with the whole controversy with Jones and everything. Um, I knew that whole Taker thing was out there as well, too. That Taker was in Brooklyn and he might show up in the match. And I didn't think that was going to happen either. It was, I mean, at the end of the day, if Taker's going to come back, he's going to come back with Roman as a focus, most likely, or somebody else as a focus. So it wasn't. It, it didn't blow me away, but it was a fun match. Kind of like how Goldberg and, and uh, Lesnar had a mania. It was a fun match. Um, and then this, you know, if you want to go down the list from there, uh, you had Jinder Mahal taking on uh, Shinsuke Nakamura for the WWE World Title. And um, I'll tell you this much: it was a fun match, in my opinion. It's always I love always seeing the Singh brothers with Jinder Mahal. Um, I think Jinder's been a fun champion, even though a lot of people give him crap. I think he's a more diverse champion. Um, yeah, he, he could be a little stiff and boring, but at the end of the day, it's something new. People always complain about there's not enough new things in wrestling. Well, there you go, bro. You got something new right here. Um, Shinsuke, I, I, I love Shinsuke. I've been watching him in New Japan for a long time, even with his rivalry with MVP in Japan. Um, so happy that he's made it to the top in WWE. I do think he was pushed a little too early, in my opinion. I would have rather him had a couple of little rivalries just to start off. Um, Dolph was kind of flat, but you know, just something just to have fun with until a big main event like this were to come through. And even though he had the the crowd by his side, and the crowd really wanted him to win, and it was a hard hitting, stiff match as well too. I don't think um, it's the right time just yet to pull the plug on Shinsuke as an actual champion. I think he will lose lose some luster in the shuffle. And he has a champion. He probably looked like a person that would just be champion for about a maybe good two months maybe. And then when WrestleMania season rolls around, they would just scrapped it. And we don't want that. If I want Shinsuke as champion, I want him to really mean something. Beat someone who means something as well too. Um, so ended off where, you know, Shinsuke got distracted by the Sing Brothers and a little um, sloppy on Jinder's part. He tried to hit the Colossus finisher and it just backfired on him altogether. I mean, it just looked sloppy, looked nasty, but he managed to lift Shinsuke up and get the pinfall to everybody's uh, chagrin. And, um, yeah, he walked away WWE Champion, so that was fun. They'll probably continue for about one more month. Um, you go down from there, you had the um, WWE Tag Team Raw titles with Rollins and Ambrose taking on um, The Bar, which are Sheamus and Cesaro. And that was fun too, just to take a look at them all scrapping. It was a hard hitting match. Uh, I kind of thought that we were going to get somewhat of a Shield kind of esque entrance for both um, 
um, Ambrose and Rollins, but same token, um, I know reasons why they stopped the whole entrance from the arena, uh, from coming from the fans, and it's a little dangerous for the, for the talent. And then I think they kind of want to still keep their own identities, so maybe dressing them up with shield outfits wouldn't make sense totally, but it was fun. Uh, it was a fun hard-hitting match. I'm a big fan of Sheamus and Cesaro. I always thought that their style is awesome. And their hard-hitting, smash, mouth, very technical as well, too. I think it was a fun match. Um, with Ambrose and and Rollins getting the win for the Tag Team Championships. So that'll be fun. I do um, know that Sheamus is on his way out for some time. So it makes sense for those styles to be dropped. And um, in my personal opinion, I'm looking at this as... Um, the storyline between Rollins and Ambrose probably lean up to Mania if they last that long. But as we've seen with Jericho and Owens from last year, if they stretch it out enough, they can make magic. Uh, I really do think this is going to be Ambrose turn heel on Rollins at some point and just um, beat him up all the way to the point where he has full 100% trust in Ambrose and then bam. Um, hits him in the back just like um, Seth did a couple of years back to him. So that'll be fun to watch over the next couple of months. Um, the match before uh, before that one, we're looking at um, AJ Styles versus um, Kevin Owens. And it was a fun match. Um, I've definitely seen better matches with both of them. And um, it was a decent match with Shane and uh, as a referee and... Having all the false finishes and all the the hits to Shane by accident from AJ and Owens. It was for the U.S. title. And um, I think AJ's a fine U.S. champion. I think AJ can't do wrong whatsoever. Um, he's been eating, eating, eating everything that WWE gives him. And, and just putting out great performances. Owens as well too. But I think this whole night was more about just... Um, um, surprises and shock value. Um, I knew that at the end of the day, we were going to have somewhat of a finish where AJ um, gets the win over Owens and Shane kind of is to blame somewhat. And that's kind of what it was in a, in a strange way. Um, Owens, at the end of the day right here, is going to fight Shane most likely either at Survivor Series. I don't see this um, prolong into WrestleMania, so I'm gonna say Survivor Series. You'll get Shane versus Owens, which should be fun because Shane's been producing some pretty decent matches, and Owens is always great as a heel. So his mic work on SmackDown will be fantastic. Let's see here. Um, everything else is pretty much shit, to be honest with you. Um, you had, uh, well, I won't say shit. It's just, well, some matches were shit. Um, the women's matches were great. Both of them had title switches. Um, Naomi lost the belt to, to Na um, Natalia, Natty Neidhart, and with the sharpshooter clean too, which was weird. You would have thought that um, the cash in from from this Bendeja, what's her name? You would have thought that would have happened with Carmella just actually getting that um, Money in the Bank briefcase and cash it in right then and there. But I think people were expecting it, so they said, no, 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 we're not going to do that. And they give Natty a clean win and a decent match. It was fun. I definitely see Natty better. I definitely see Naomi do better. So I don't know. Um, Could have been better, but it was fun. And um, Sasha Banks versus... And we also had looking at uh, Sasha Banks taking on 
taking out Alexa Bliss, and that was a fun match because I'm a big fan of both of them as well, too. Looking at Alexa Bliss, um, she's improved so much in the last two years that she can do no wrong for me as well, too. Sasha Banks, always great to see as well, too, but I both see them in better matches, and it looked like Sasha was being a little winded in that match, so everything didn't look as flush as it should, but Sasha got the win by tap out as well, too, so hey, you got two tap outs and two title changes for the women's division. Everything else is pretty much shit, though, I'll be honest with you. Looking at Big Show versus Cass. In a, in, a, in a cage with Enzo in the cage in the shark cage hanging above that and it was just a horrible match and the, the crowd just shitted on it um, rightfully so because that could have been safe for pre-show we had um, Enzo with like a, a poop emoji on his ass as well too and him doing the little chicken dance he does he looked like a chicken on the cage honestly and I feel bad because I like Enzo and I do like Cass to an extent too and we all know that Big Show doesn't want to be there Big Show doesn't care about these TV shows anymore he'd rather just do live events so he could actually do some fun things so, um, looking at this right here, it was just a, a meh match with that as well, too. Uh, he had a point where even Enzo just lubricated himself and took off all his clothes and squeezed out of the, um, the shark cage to get big booed by Cass. So, it made no sense. It was just like a match just to have a match. You had, um, uh, let's see here. The Hardy Boys in the pre-show as well, too, with Jason Jordan taking on the Miztourage, and yeah, it was just a match. And it was it was actually the first match on the pre-show, which no one barely even, barely anybody came in to see that match. People were still just filling in the seats, and it was just something just to have there. The Hardys looked tired, uh, looked like they didn't want to be there. Um, um, Jason Jordan is not over whatsoever, and if anything, the Miz, I feel bad for it because he really wanted to defend that title. And they kind of scrapped it for no reason. Um, you're also looking at John Cena taking on Baron Corbin. And Baron Corbin did do a, a decent job, in my opinion, trying to be a, a heel to Cena. But I don't know what heat he has with the company. I don't know what heat he has backstage. But with uh, Tuesday losing that Money in the Bank briefcase and then the clean loss with Cena beating him tonight. And then Cena just breaking out like he had something else to do it just felt so flat just felt so deflated um if i am missing a match it probably wasn't that important to be honest with you um oh yeah sorry the cruiserweight title match um double defeated tozawa and got his title back so that happened so everything was just flat it was just like an extended version of raw smackdown pretty much besides the last three matches um overall i want to give it a three three out of five decent decent main event actually a great main event so decent the last um three matches and let's see what um this brings in the next um coming months for wwe um like i said if you want to leave some comments you can always go to the side room podcast page um leave some feedback for this like i said if i'm going too fast or i'm talking too much gibberish or if i'm saying um way too much let me know just get back at me all right thank you very much guys we'll see you later catch you on the side